Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. What's not fun is if you're one of these players in the NFL and you are getting cut or you're getting released by some of these teams. Although, if you are one of those players, you were probably signed yesterday by the Chicago Bears who made six signings, uh, six waiver deals to to make things happen, which seems like maybe not a great sign for, uh, for where the Bears are headed, the fact that they were this active uh, following cut days. But a lot of players and maybe even some surprising ones, Kellen Mond included, that are no longer with their uh, teams that have drafted them pretty recently. So kind of a wild time. It, it, it has been weird. I mean, uh, LeVar, I don't know if you feel this way, but I, I feel like there's like more guys. Teams are just moving on from right away. Like, like a new regime isn't even giving them a shot. Like they basically just get there. And they're like, yeah, you don't really fit. We're going we're gonna to move on. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, like think about all the Raiders cuts, the Vikings. If you go, if you go back, like the Vikings kind of got off the hook for how many cuts they had. Go back and look at their draft class from just a year ago. I think they only kept like three or four guys. Like the rest were all cut, and they had a decent sized draft class. So it's it is odd, like how fast teams are just moving on. Which, I mean, look, people on the outside probably listening don't care about this, but you do have about almost a thousand guys who are now jobless and looking for the opportunity to play in the NFL. And it's tough because put yourself in their shoes for a second. Imagine you get out of college, you train for this your entire life, you get an opportunity, and in fact, like the team selects you. And then a year later, they're like, yeah, we've got some new management. Um, we don't really know you that well, but, you know, look, you probably don't fit what we do. We're just going to move on. It's like you don't even get a chance really to prove yourself. So it's, it's, it's tough, I think, to be able to deal with the fact of just the change. And sometimes some of these guys didn't even necessarily do anything bad. If they're just not the right fit for the scheme or not the right fit for what that team's looking for. Wrong place, wrong time. It's showing uh, six of the 11 players the Vikings drafted in 2021 got cut. So, like, like this week, they just said, yeah, well, we're, we're good here. I mean... Here's here's the part that's interesting about it, and yeah, people probably look at it and go, "Don't care." Well, listen, I mean, those guys got cut. I mean, they've made a, you know, they've got an opportunity, and if they do get signed somewhere, they're going to make a good amount of money. If this happened in any other industry or any other business where you're just getting clipped this quick into it, you'd look around going, "The hell is that?" Like it feels like there's there's no real grace period for a lot of these guys if they get into the league you know, either you can figure it out or if we're not a believer in you you're going to end up somewhere else like the Kellen Bond situation is weird I I didn't realize that he was struggling that bad but I also don't think that he was in the best situation being Mike Zimmer who aired him out and had nothing but you know uh, negative things to say about him last year now Zimmer's gone and it's like he gets labeled and painted as something else and so now he moves on Josh Rosen's another example it just feels like 
like a lot of these guys, unless you have a believer in you from the get-go, you're just going to be battling uphill to try and get a job. Well, it's a it's a job. It's it's a job description that you know coming in. It's all based upon production, and and if you're not producing, then you you just got to take a a good long hard look at at the situation as a player, and also as a staff, because the the idea of it is is it's like the trickle down effect. If the general manager doesn't choose the right players or the right coach and they're losing, then the general manager is going to to lose their job. You know, well, or or he'll just blame them and then he hires a whole new staff. Yeah. And then after that staff doesn't work out, then maybe he gets fired. Yeah. But but again, like just the idea of like how how it all works. Like the owners aren't getting fired. So the owners want right. their their results. So in, in the end Who's going like, wh- why do you have to produce? The GMs have to produce uh, a staff that's going to bring in good players. Uh, he has to produce a good coach that's going to develop those players and and win. If that doesn't happen, they're going to replace that that GM. If the coach doesn't develop those players and give strong feedback or bring in his staff of guys that are going to help with with you know scouting and who you're going to go out there and you're going to draft or who you're going to bring in for uh, free agencies or possible trade scenarios, then you know you're you're already behind the eight ball. If you don't, I, I, I get that, but what's yeah. the timetable then? Yeah, well. I, th- I think it's changing. I mean, it used to be they'll give you about two, three years, you know, right. maybe a little longer, you know, four, you know, the threshold might have been five years back in the day. You know, today's NFL, it is microwave. It is microwave success. So, I mean, you might get one year. Generally speaking, you might get one year to show that you belong to be a coach. You know, for a team. Is, is it because the coaching turnover and it is that trickle-down effect? Because every offseason, what is there, six or seven coaches that are getting clipped, which is what, 25%, yeah, 25% yeah, of coaches that in the league that are looking for jobs the next season. If that's the case, they're probably looking around going, I'm under the gun. I, I got to start making some moves here. And and I just wonder if that's a volatile, turbulent industry, though. And, and if people really took the time – to take a step back and look at how volatile and how turbulent it is, I mean, families are having to adjust every year. Coaches are right. heading towards different cities every year. Players are heading towards different cities every every season, sometimes more than once during the course of a season. So it's a turbulent job. Like, that's what you've signed up for. So. I don't. I don't think that people should look at it and feel sorry for those who. It, it's a production job, and it is unique from a lot of other industries that that you would go into professionally. Well, I mean, it's not. A, it's not from a lot. It's from all of them. Yeah. I mean, think about it. A third of your workforce, if not closer to a half, gone. actually, <laughs> gone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and by the way, you just got your job in April. Wow. Like you. Like we're now sitting here. What September first today. So you've got five months to prove yourself or you're gone. And there's not many, there's not many careers, I would say almost probably all of them that that don't give you at least six months. I mean, you're talking about some cases, guys, who when we talk about like development or time to showcase or produce, what are you producing in that five months? It's not period a lot of time, of time to, to produce. It's not. Like, I, I think the biggest issue with today's NFL is a lot of these younger players don't get developed because of the coaching turnover. These coaches are more concerned with their job security and making sure they have the best players possible to go out there and win and not development or not what the team looks like at the end of the season because they don't know if they'll make it through the season. So they're just worried about, hey, we got to go out there and win. Does my starter know what he's doing? Does my backup have an idea of what he's got to do? Okay. Anyone else? Don't give a crap. I'll, I'll figure that out You know, the next week, whatever issue we got then. It, it is like a, a you know, a need basis. And that's the tough part is I don't know many other careers where, you know, you're kind of born into this volatility and, and just everything else that comes with it. And it's different. Like it's hard to assimilate to the rest of society because when you get a job, like usually you're getting onboarded, you're getting trained. They're like teaching. It, it's a lot slower process. And in some cases it's hard to get fired. 
Like, 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 like they're not going to like, that was one of my biggest issues transitioning out of the NFL is you would go do something. For example, in broadcasting on TV, someone would forget to run something or they'd run the wrong tape where you're on live TV and they're showing you something that's not what you asked for or not what you prepared for the production meeting. And I'd be thinking in my head, like, dang, dude, like this person would get fired if they were playing the NFL, but, but, but at TV, they're just like, oh, that's just Steve. Steve does that from time to time. And you're like, what? What a great guy. Yeah, like Steve's awesome. He's so funny. You know, but we were with him at dinner last night. Man, oh, he, that's Steve. He's, he's fun to thanks, drink with. Thanks, thanks, Steve. Yeah. But I mean, I let's be real for, for a second. No, no, I do have to ask this question because I saw this like circulating during social media yesterday. I was like, oh, here we go. But it is an interesting topic. So, so there's some guys who that'll be it. They got signed after the draft as an undrafted free agent or maybe even drafted and they don't catch on anywhere else. Not even a practice squad, right? Which those rules, by the way, have changed. Like, you got dudes who've been in the NFL on active rosters for like five years or are now practice squad eligible st- somehow. I have no idea how, what, what the, how they changed the rule to make that happen. But anyway, do you guys count that as them being a part of an NFL team? That they make a practice squad? Yeah, like yeah. there's some of those guys who will use it as part of their dating profile. No, no, no. Not making a practice squad. Just getting signed for like that period of time this summer to training camp, and then that's it. No. Uh, oh man. I knew Lavar was going to come down hard on him. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just the truth. Well, look, I mean, if that's the case, and Brock Lesnar was a former NFL player because he was in the Vikings training camp and made it all the way to final cuts, and I, I don't know that anybody has ever as great as his resume is. I don't know that anybody's ever said that. Um, you have to. You have. I mean, you don't get credit towards towards your pension for that. No, but we're talking about on your like Tinder profile. I would I use mean, it. If I yeah, I if, I, if I'm if yeah. I'm going into work Absolutely. every day and I'm I'm even if I'm collecting minimum wage yeah. to be a part of the practice team, I am a part of the and team. I just I'm just not a part of the active roster. I, I would also take the lie this much further. I would change anybody that contact like say you were a member of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Any but like if if I had a guy a buddy of mine who who I spoke to regularly. Um, and he would contact and communicate with me regularly. I would change his name on my phone to Tom Brady to make it seem like Tom Brady was still reaching out to me, even though I wasn't a member of the team. Oh, wow. I mean, if you're going to go all out on this lie, that was you like got to go player. all out. That was like the player's well, card deal. Let, let, yeah. me, let me put it this way. To even play college football at a high level, you're still like for like a small, small percentage. Yep. And then to even sign with a team is still a small percentage. Uh, absolutely. So, so I could see statistically why you could make the case for those people because it's not like everyone who just finishes playing football in college goes on and gets a chance at the NFL. Like, think about that for a second. You still are only a fraction of, of what actually graduates or their eligibility expires as a shot. So I'm not condemning them either way. Yeah, I think you, you'll use what you can. But you're living you know, a lot. To, to, we all know you're living a lot. That's though. fine. Well, like, I, I was gonna say there's a lot of people who are living a lie though. I mean, I, trust me. Like, 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 if, like if that's if that's where we're gonna draw the line, it's like you know, there's a lot of well, people. Yeah, living yeah. yeah look, look at Matt Titan. I was called sweetheart. <laughs> oh wow! Exhibit A. What? But what? I, like, I, we've we just saw the whole story. Like, how does that relate here? Well, I'm just saying, you know, that hey, if you said that, a lie. Yeah, there's a lot of people living a lie. That's that right there was a well, lie. They're trying to atone for that now. I mean, honestly, I, I, I think if you if you felt anything from that, you feel bad for him. Well, no, no, I'm talking, no, Jonas, talking about, I'll be honest. Knowing Jonas's love for Hawaii, hold on. Jonas would have been catfish, and he would have easily played on which that relationship for years. Oh, 100 percent, I would. Which, I, I which was talking about, talking about, I was talking the about other Renaya. One. Yeah, I'm not talking about. Uh, I'm not talking about Manti Te. I'm talking about Renaya, uh, the uh, the liar in the whole story, uh, who, who didn't want to take accountability for for basically any of it, and just said, "Well, you know, but it was all me. For, for, yeah, just for ruining someone's yeah, life. Yeah, it was all me. It just, you know, yeah, just the you know the different sex and you know." The, I feel so much you. better about yeah. myself now, though, knowing <laughs> right. that I I set things you know right so that you know I could move on with my life. You know, like <laughs> what, a, what? What a scumbag! It's just a scumbag move. But yeah, I, I mean, not look, a scumbag anymore. If you are, it's true. Uh, there's other words for it. We don't. It's a spoiler alert. A lot of people still haven't seen the story. Yeah, mm. but there is uh, some things that have changed. Just very over the selfish of, approach. Uh, I'll say that. Yeah, just uh, all of a sudden, you know, things have you changed. Know. But. I mean, yeah, if you're going to go through with it and you're going to claim that you're an NFL player, but you never actually technically made a practice squad or anything like that, I but think you've got to really be elaborate But your practice 
practicing and you're in the locker room and you're lifting their weights. And you are playing in preseason games. Like technically you get, you get a little, yeah, I'm saying you don't make, you don't make the final cut. That's it. It counts. It counts. It counts. It counts in some regards. I'll put it this way. I'm not going to shame them if it's on their profile and then I like look them up. I'm like, wait a second. You're not even on the team. Well, no, not even that they're not on a team. If they just say former NFL player and it was only for that period of time, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I don't care. You know, if that's what he's doing to kind of, and there's, there's some experiences. I think people take from that five month period, probably. Okay. Let me ask you guys this. What percentage, if you had to guess of all your college teammates, what percentage made the NFL and made an active roster of of your entire college career? I mean, just like like a ballpark figure. What do you think it is? I wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know just a ballpark figure, less than 85 scholarship players for every four years. Right. So you're talking about roughly, what is that? 30, you know, 300 and what, 40 players yeah. or whatever. I, I mean, mean, I guess you got some that are, you're, you're going with in your class, but let's, so let, let's say, let's say you got 300 guys. I would say you probably are talking about, I don't know. I mean, we, we didn't have a lot of guys drafted. We did for mine. We did. Yeah, yours might be different. Yeah, we did. Like from like my first year there, I was with guys like Joe Jarvicious, uh, Curtis Enos. You know, I mean, our offensive line, you know, we had a few guys go from our offensive line. We had uh, Brad Schioli, uh, uh, Jim Nelson, uh, Aaron Collins. But are we talking like less than 20% of all your teammates got oh, drafted? Oh, I'd say no. less than 10. Yeah, yeah. like that's what it, I, like, I might say less than five. It would be a better, it would be a better comparable to starters. Versus the entire roster. Yeah, but it, like making, right. but they think this, you know, makes your point even better is that making any, like getting past the high school level and getting an opportunity. And first of all, you're a scholarship player. And then that's you get the pinnacle. To the, even if you're not a scholarship player, for a lot of guys, that this is something that maybe people may not take into consideration. College ball, being able to play, especially major college ball, that is the pinnacle 100%. of your. But your understanding of it is what I'm saying. You're understanding that this is it. I probably won't even touch the field. Like a Matt Rule, you know? And then a Matt Rule ends up being able to play special teams or they get garbage duty in games. That's the, you know, I mean, for him, he ended up having a great coaching career, but you're not going to see them make it into the league. You know what I mean? So most more often than not, so if you looked at starters on teams, you know, or even the backup, the second in line at these major schools, it would probably be a better comparison in terms of what is the percentage because in some of these schools, the percentage is super high in terms of the guys that play. So you have guys that come into college that play, and then you have guys that are there, they're going to be scout team guys. They're going to be special team guys. You know, and that's that's just what their role is. And that that's why I still like watching preseason football because I watch it and go, Do you understand how much better these guys are than the average person that's ever played? I played and high school football. And don't even have a chance to make the N- team. Not even close. Right. I played high school football. I was awful. The, the, we, these guys are so much better than everybody that's watching or criticizing him or saying, Oh God, get rid of the preseason. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, you know, I mean, you got rid of one game, just get rid of all of it. No, no, like th- there is a level of play that I still think people have a hard time like being able to reason with and being able to to relate to when it comes to the quality of player in the NFL. And that's why the the term bust, some of the criticism I hear, I don't get it. I, I really don't understand it. Like, do you know how hard it is to even make a college scholarship level, let alone make it to the NFL even on the preseason level? So yeah, I, I go with the lie. You know, say you played in the NFL. Why not? Just go with it. I think they've earned it. They've earned that right. There's nothing wrong yeah, with that. I'll, I'll give it to them. Yeah. I'll give it to them. Especially if it helps them off the field. Yes. You know? Totally agree. And it can help. I've seen it really, really oh, benefit guys. <laughs> Trust me. Because here's the thing is guys will get blamed for like saying chauvinistic things like, well, I want to find a, you know, a woman who I feel like, you know, I can, you know, make some big kids with. So, you know, tall and athletic and all yep. stuff. Man, women are doing the same exact thing. My yeah, wife yeah, is five foot one, and she told me she's like, "Yeah, of course. Like you're tall." She's like, "Want my kids to be taller? I don't want my kids to be all short, all this stuff." And I was like, "I mean, I, like they think the exact same way. They just don't get in trouble for saying it." Yeah, I got to right? be honest, and it worked. 
Because <laughs> all my kids look like they belong at the Professor, Professor X uh, Xavier uh, School of Mutants. There you go. It, it worked. That's called breeding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh... <laughs> 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 That's like, uh... You were a big, you were a big stud out, Lamar. He hey, was. Man. You were you were stud out. out. Hey, you were like man. a triple crown winner. Yeah. Well, my father-in-law, God rest his soul, he patted me on my shoulders. Felt my arms. He was like, yeah, you're a good That'll man. Work. You're a good man. <laughs> you're a good man. We'll, we'll take this one. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll take this yeah. one. Yeah, can we get this wrapped and ready to go? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I guess um, I oblige. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Speaking of pros, yeah. how about Albert Breer? He drinks the Albert Breer. He's a pro. Senior yeah. NFL reporter, MMQB, yeah. at Albert Breer on Twitter. Yeah. A guy who loves his college football. Yeah. And listen, I'm hoping we can keep things uh, calm here this morning. I know it's a little bit early. Start than the normal. trash talk. Let's uh, go. I mean, look, uh, you know, Ohio State <laughs> alum. He's got Notre Dame this weekend. I'm just hoping we don't have any issues here. That's there what I'm hoping go. for. Yeah. Well, I, I will say I agree with you guys. Like, I hate the pro football snob who acts like he can't be lowered to watch college football. Like, I cannot stand that. Like, you know, like it's 
And it's usually some guy who never played football at any level. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like, it's, 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 it's that guy who says like, I can't like, I can't even watch. I can't even be, I can't even be like lowered to watch that sort of stuff. So, cause I agree with you guys. Like, I think the atmosphere is better. The, um, you know, like just the, the excitement about it. Like, and I think some of some of it like is not knowing like how, like, say like Ohio State matches up with Alabama, matches up with USC in any given year. You know what I mean? Like that sort of thing about it I think is cool. Even the talent gap, I mean, makes for, for more big big plays, makes for better highlights sometimes. Like NFL is great. I love the NFL. But the college experience, like there's just something so different about a college football Saturday. Like I don't think there's anything more American than a college football Saturday. Yeah. No, I, I hear you on that. And plus like I the agree. upsets too, right? Like that's that's part yeah. of it. Like the upsets are that much bigger. Like Notre Dame. Where, well, I, I don't even know if that's that big of an upset. The point spread's Ooh. big, but I mean, <laughs> well, if we want to get into it, I mean, what was Oregon last year? They were a two touchdown underdog. They came in there and whooped Ooh, that ass. So I'm just saying, hard right hand by Quinn. Yeah. I'm 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 just saying, like it, yeah. it's not like Whoop Columbus has been impossible to go win. Didn't Oklahoma go in there and Ooh. Baker? Trying to put, right. put the flag yeah. down. An artificial turf. Hard yes. right hand by Quinn. Uh, that was a left to the body. <laughs> Come on. Come on, <laughs> See, Here's the thing. I'll, I'll put it this way. I spoke to someone who's in the know last night. There's some concern. Uh-oh. There's some concern wow. for the, uh, the Buckeye side. Uh-oh. They're a little concerned Uh-oh. about their Uh-oh. overall physicality, Albert. Uh-oh. Oh. All right. All, right. All, right. Well, I, all I know is they said I, Oh. <laughs> they the last eight months, like, getting themselves. So I, I think they know that people think they're soft. I'll put it that way. And I, from my understanding is they were in pads a lot over the last four or five weeks. And <laughs> – the whole offseason has been sort of, I think, to address what happened against Oregon, to address what happens against, happened against Michigan. So it'll be Michigan, Utah, I Minnesota. I will say this. I, I, say this, I say this with all sincerity. With all sincerity. Like, I do think Notre Dame's a good test when it comes to that part. Ooh, good test. So, so not, not really like – not really like a, a you know training a competitor yeah, or like a training someone course. that you feel threatened by. Just a good no, test, I mean, uh, early I'm, test. It's just an early test, yeah. Yeah, not not a tune-up, a test. <laughs> so just above a tune-up. <laughs> I mean, dang, hey, hey, you ain't going to say hard right? You ain't going to say hard right? No. LeVar's trying to set me up. Not at all. so terrible next week if this doesn't go my way. Not at all. I mean, well, I mean, I think there's a lot of people who are going to probably get at you a little bit or Buckeye Nation, but that's that's the thing is I think the people are questioning the toughness, whether or not they're a finesse team under Ryan Day, it, you know it's funny yeah. when when there was a transition from Chip Kelly at Oregon to Mark Helfrich, people forget Mark Helfrich took Oregon to a national championship. Like pe- people yep. tend to forget that, but there was this stigma then that oh they were finesse, they were soft, like they would never be able to compete with the with the big boys. And I think last year was the first time where it kind of got exposed a little bit. Obviously versus Michigan, but if you really looked at it last year, outside of like the Rutgers game and a few others, where like those teams weren't going to be able to run on anyone. You go, yeah, they were actually really bad in run defense. So we'll see. We'll see what Jim Knowles has, right. has improved no. and what he's done. But we I should probably talk NFL you, at some point. That's why you pay a, a seven. That's why you pay seven figures for a new defensive coordinator because of what happened the last couple of years. Yeah, there. it wasn't yeah. just last year either. It was the year before. I mean, like yeah. what Alabama did to them in the championship game. Like, yeah, there's no question. Mm. Yeah. Um, Albert, uh, as we transition over to the NFL, what the hell happened in San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo? How, how did this thing end up the way that it did? And, and what, what are you hearing from people you talk to? Yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it really starts with um, the Niners being a, being surprised that they couldn't offload Jimmy Garoppolo. Obviously, the uh, the shoulder surgery complicated things over the last six seven months, um, and. It made it so, like, at the point when you'd normally move a player like that, they weren't able to move him. And, you know, I I think they sincerely thought, like, at some point in August, somebody would get desperate, somebody would throw them a pick, and they'd be able to trade him. Um, You know, and then, you know, over the last couple of weeks when it became clear that that wasn't going to happen, they started to talk to Jimmy, and they started to talk amongst themselves, how can we solve this creatively? And, um, you know, I, I, I think sitting down with Jimmy and then, Jimmy's saying that he'd be open to it under the right circumstances. And then sitting down with Trey and making it clear to Trey if this happens, you know, we're going to, um, you know, we're, we're going forward with you as our starting quarterback. 
sitting down with the leadership council, the team's leadership council, and um, and talking to them about it. You know, and then I think you know, really, it was about you know how did, how does the contract work? And I can tell you for a fact, like this doesn't happen if Jimmy isn't willing to take a contract with base pay that was less than Trey Lance. Like they did not, they were not going to do this unless Jimmy was willing to to go under the eight and a half million dollars that Trey Lance is making on his contract. So Jimmy was willing to do that, and this does a couple things going forward. Um, you know, I think creatively for them. Um, first of all, it opens the window; it, it leaves that window open to trade him for another two months. And you know, I think for for the team that allows them potentially to get an asset back over the next couple of months if there's an injury somewhere, if someone's quarterback situation goes south. So it extends that window. You know, and then I think for Jimmy, without a really good situation out there for him right now. That window's open for him, too, where over the next couple of months a better situation might come along. You know, and then if he's looking forward to 2023, um, it really, for him, I think, kind of like creates a situation where if he has to play um, and, you know, he plays, say, three games or five games if there's an injury um, to Trey Lance, then what situation is better out there for him to look good um, and to showcase himself for 2023 than the one in San Francisco rather than going somewhere else as a backup? And um, because of the way I think they're going to have to play Trey Lance to get him going this year, I mean, the reality of it is, you know, an injury is possible. So, you know, I think it's – I mean, look, I'm not going to tell you guys it's an ideal situation. The ideal situation for everybody is there's a clear certain job out there somewhere for Jimmy. The Niners are able to get, him a, get, get an asset back for, for him, and everybody walks away happy. But that situation just wasn't out there for them, in, part, in large part because of the shoulder surgery – and so, you know, this is a creative sort of, um, you know, I think compromise they had to come to to make the best of, of what's a really, really awkward situation. Hmm. I'll take it. Um, let me let me ask you uh, about the whole uh, scenario with Baker Mayfield coming out and saying he, he's basically going to beat that ass uh, with, as, as Q mentioned, uh, you know, with with. Oregon and Ohio State. Uh, it, it, what has been what, clearly, you know, Baker Mayfield is now showing that that signature Baker Mayfield. I, I mean, what has been kind of the feedback of that? He has now overtaken, obviously, the starting job. Al, yeah. like it, it almost comes across as you know they add, they get a late, late um, addition with a trade for another receiver. They seem to be a team that has the talent to be able to win. I mean, should we be taking a different look at this Carolina Panthers team right now? Yeah. Well, you know what, LeVar, I think the the first thing that I think is encouraging for the Panthers is, I mean, this wasn't close. The quarterback competition there wasn't close. Mm. Like, Baker ran away with it. And, you know, what does that say about Sam Darnold, Matt Corral? I mean, it says what it says, but like Baker was very clearly the best quarterback in camp. And, you know, I think they think that he's going to be able to bring something a little different to them as, a, as sort of a point guard type of quarterback as a distributor, where they think they're going to be able to get more out of guys like B.J. Moore and Christian McCaffrey as a result, you know, of, of, of having that upgrade at the quarterback spot. So I think that's number one. And then number two, I mean, like, look, like, if this is going to happen for Matt Rule, you know, part of the benefit of passing on quarterbacks the last few years is should be that you have gotten better in other areas of your roster. And so, really, you know, this is going to be on um, the, the coaches to get more out of the talent on hand. And it's going to be on guys like Derek Brown and J.C. Horn and now Ike Aquanu, who they draft from NC State, to really develop into the sort of core players that they were drafted to be. And so, you know, I, I think if you're resisting drafting a quarterback three years in a row, then, again, it's on the personnel staff, the coaches, to develop a, a really good team around whoever the quarterback is. And so, you know, they should be in a spot after three years now where they're not asking the world of the quarterback, where Baker Mayfield can just go out there and play. Um, and I think that, you know, I, look, like I thought they were going to be a playoff team last year. Obviously, what, what, all the things that went wrong, a quarterback and then injuries elsewhere – um, kept that from even coming close to happening. Um, but I do think that they, you know, I, like obviously to make a break here for Matt Rule, um, but be, beyond just that, like, you know, you look at the talent they've brought in over the last three years, and I don't think there's any question. They, they should at least be 
competitive for a playoff spot this year, especially in what I think is a pretty mediocre NFC. Mm. Albert, um, I, I want to not necessarily change gears, but kind of stay on the topic of, of some of the cuts, what's been happening, in particular with the Raiders, but uh, kind of transition to Gruden, only because it seems like that's an indictment on him, not only as, as a head coach, but slash personnel, with what essentially the Raiders have done yep. with that roster, so, which were all Gruden's picks. But then also hearing publicly Gruden talking to what the Little Rock Touchdown Club about wanting to get back and coach. <laughs> That was do you, weird. Do you, what was he doing talking to the Little Little Rock Touchdown Club? Well, I mean, I, we, someone argued we that. We had our series. Like, why, why not talk to him? Yeah, we had our theories. It was just a weird place for him to make his first uh, It's probably call. the best isn't, place to do it. Yeah, isn't that where uh, like Bill Clinton got his political career started? I mean, why, why not start there? Yeah. Right? He got invited to the Little, Little Rock Touchdown Club. Now, now that's a cigar. You know yeah, what I mean? there you go. Um, and, anyway, the, the, the question really is, do you see any future – for John Gruden coming back anytime soon. I mean, he's what, like 60 years old? He's not, he's not that old. Yeah. He's not that young, but he's, he's definitely still capable, I assume. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like, I, Brady, I think he'd like to. I just, I, I don't know how it happens. You know, I think what we've seen in the past is these guys can rehab their, 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 their names, right? Like, they can rehab and, and get themselves back on their feet. And, I mean, we've seen it at, at, at Alabama, right? Like, what Nick Saban's done with so many guys that have been through that program. Steve Sarkeesian, Lane Kiffin, um, you know, I, 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 Butch Jones. Like there, there have been so many guys that have um, that have come through that program and kind of gotten back up on their feet and become um, like prominent college coaches again. So I think it can happen. I, I'm with you though. Like I just I look at his age and I'm like, is that going to happen in a guy's sixties? And like, can does he have the time to rehab his name? and to work in football for long enough again. And is he willing to do that? You know, work as an assistant somewhere, as a consultant somewhere, and kind of reestablish his name that way, where, you know, now when he's, what, 65 years old, someone's willing to hire him and make him the face of their franchise again. Um, that's the thing is, like, and I think, you know, you look at the allegations against him, and again, like, there have been other guys, like, you know, Sarkeesian is, prob- Sarkeesian is probably the best example of a guy who hit, hit rock yeah. bottom, like real rock bottom, you know? and yeah. built himself back up, and now he's back at Texas, and that's a huge credit to him. But it took time for that to happen. You know, it took, well, yeah, it took, Steve, Steve Sarkeesian doesn't go to church. You know, John Gruden goes to church, so he's a good person. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure if you know. Uh, yeah, include the good sons, too, by the way. You know, got yeah, great so, sons. I mean, I just think the problem is it's just, like, Again, like you, you, you're going to be like some billionaire is going to have to want to make John Gruden the face of his franchise, and like after everything that happened and everything that was in those emails and everything else, um, you have to make not just the football decision but the business decision to make John Gruden the face of your franchise. And I just think it's going to take it, it would take time for him to rehab himself. To can, have a billionaire in the position where he'd want to do that over all the other options that a billionaire would have. Can, can I throw out a billionaire or an owner that I think maybe could do it, would do it? Sure. Jimmy Haslam? <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean that's interesting. I, like, I, I, I think you, pre, you presume that, like, then Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry. Yeah, I'm saying if that doesn't work out. If that doesn't right. work if out. Right. If that doesn't work out. I mean, I just I like that's the thing is though Brady is like like would he have a, wouldn't there would there be a better option out there? And after like doing going through all this with Deshaun Watson, would you want to do it again? Would you want to double down on it again? And so, I mean like look, like I like I I I I'm all about giving guys second chances. Like I I think that there are a lot of great stories of guys getting second chances and making it work. I just again, like I think you, you need some runway for that. Like you need to have there need to, there needs to be some time served, and you know like a, like would John Gruden be willing to go be a lieutenant somewhere, um, to go kind of serve his time that way, and put in those sorts of years to reestablish his name in the NFL, and then at 65 years old, in a league that's increasingly skewing towards hiring younger people, is he the kind of person that you can sell to your fan base if you're one of these owners? I just I don't know that the timeline. Or work your out players. 
Huh? Or yeah, your players. Yeah, or your players. Right, right. That's the other part of it. Like, so I, I just think that there's – and here's the other thing, too. It's – if you look at, like, where – when was the last time John Gruden was ultra successful as an NFL coach? I mean, now we're at the point where it was like 20 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Like almost 20 years ago. So, like that's the other thing is like the the the, the gap between like the last time he was successful and now just continues to grow, and it does. And it's not just that like television was in between that and now anymore. Now you've got like a failed coaching stint in Oakland and Vegas. And then, obviously, everything that happened with the emails. And so I just think it becomes hard to sell to the public, hard to sell to your fan base if you're owner. And then, you know, like you said, LeVar, probably pretty hard to sell to the locker room, too. Get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Uh, all eyes on Notre Dame and Ohio State on this show uh, in regards to the battle between Brady That's Quinn right. and we Albert any, Breer. That's That's right. going here? We got, we got anything we got anything we're going to set up for next week, Brady? <laughs> yeah, what are we looking at here? Yeah, we'll figure out something. Come on. Uh, I'll, I'll text you later on. All right, minus 17. Okay, cool. We get uh, honor some points, and then we can make something work here. Let's let's make it happen. Beat that uh, ass. Beat I don't think we're doing points. Um, Albert, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, have a good one, and then we will do it again next week. All right, thanks, guys. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Apparently we have uh, a developing uh, situation in the world of sports. Uh, So for that, we've got some breaking news. Oh, there it is. Oh, breaking news oh. from Fox Sports. Uh, Monty Bologna, Hi guys. what's happening? Hey, Monty walked right morning. on into it. Huh? I know. Right. Lucky for you. Yeah. All right. So the Broncos and Russell Wilson have just reached an agreement on a five-year, $245 million contract extension that includes $165 million guaranteed. Jeez. Wow. How about wow. it? That's a lot okay. of hundreds. Wow. I mean, a lot of millions. That is a lot of millions. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yo, Monty, we got a deal. What's the deal? Are you going to fix these lights? Is that the deal? Because I'm leaving. I just got here. I'm leaving. That's all right. Listen, uh, you know, it could be worse. He's dealing with this. It's two in the morning. No, 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 no. Yeah, I would have. Y'all, I don't know how you're doing it. I'm seriously, I I feel like I'm at a club again. Yeah. Well, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, you know, there's no no beverages of choice. Right. No, I was going to say, where's my cocktail? No. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? The vending machine has been updated. We got a deal. There it is. (laughs) Denver, we got a deal. All right. So, he, uh, he gets uh, 165 million. You think he'll do a million. video? You think he'll do a new video? Yeah, I hope so. Him, okay. him, and, him and Sierra. Him and Sierra. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, this is. Uh, I mean, we were wondering if this was going to get done, but uh, <laughs> no, that's right. They're laughing real good right uh, yeah, now. Real good. By the way, by the time he's done playing, he's going to be one of the highest paid players in the history of the league. Good for Ever. Yeah. Good for Ever. He's going to make so much money. Man. Whoa. Well, was that I mean, in the there's BQ a lot news? of guys. Uh, no, because that just broke. Oh, but okay. the interesting thing is, you know, it's not as many guarantees or as much guaranteed money as Deshaun Watson got. But total value, it's obviously more. But the, the thing about total value in contracts is you usually you it. never, yeah. they never get to you it. Never make because it. they always renegotiate the deal at that point. Yeah, so, do you yeah. think this makes Lamar Jackson getting a deal done easier? Because this is an example of Baltimore saying, yes. "Look, we can't go the yes. Deshaun Watson route, but we're more likely to go this route." Yeah. Yeah, so, I think so. Yeah, good news. So good news it it also makes ball. it harder, though, because Rogers' extension was three years fully guaranteed at 150. Now this is guaranteed to 165. So I would imagine Lamar Jackson saying, if less you're going to give me an extension, well, no, not less years. He's going to say, give me a five-year deal, but you're, I'm, I'm surpassing $165 million in total guarantees. Right. Like You, you better believe it's signing. Because the difference here is Russell has two years left on his deal. You know, Lamar is literally going to be facing free agency after this year. Now, we assume they're going to tag him at least once, maybe twice. But even then, you'd have to look at what that first three years would look like. If they tagged him three years in a row, you'd be over $100 million in total guarantees easily. Maybe I think around 120. So he's closer to having, you know, that scenario play itself out. And I don't think the Ravens want to do that. So I, I think this does provide a clearer path for them to get a deal done. But that doesn't make it any less difficult. Mm. Wow. Hey, good for him. And uh, we appreciate it dropping that on us uh, before the end of the show. Normally hey, we get Denver. screwed. Yeah. We hey, got uh, it. Let's ride. Hey, hey, hey. Uh oh. They're Denver. riding now. Denver, let's ride. Let's ride. Um, all right. So uh, without further ado, have a Stallion is riding. It's, uh, oh, it, is, uh, it is time for this. Yeah. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. Yay. Well, from Russell Wilson cashing in, how about Leonardo DiCaprio checking out? Yeah, him and his uh, his girlfriend. Remember we talked about how the fact that he was dating um, this model named uh, Camelia Marone. She's yeah. 25 or about to turn 25. Her mother was actually younger than Leo. Yeah. Um, now I'm bringing up the story because Camelia did turn 25 and uh, that relationship is now over. And apparently this is Leonardo DiCaprio's deal. Um, they turned 25 and he says, bye-bye. Oh wow! I, I mean, look, you know, there's a uh, there's at, at a certain point, <laughs> stupid. Um, at a certain point, he just decides, <laughs> you know, we've seen better days, uh, and uh, they, forever young. 
Forever young. Yeah, they keep saying they. Uh, I get older. I get older. They, they, they keep the saying the same age. age. Yeah. yeah. His his rationale is being communicated like this: that when women turn 25, they want to start looking for someone they can settle down with and have a family with, and he's not interested in that. So he's actually doing he's actually doing them a favor. Yeah, he's is, a gentleman. Is how it's being portrayed. He's a gentleman. Is the percentage of men that handle things that way higher or lower than the percentage of men that make it into the National Football League? Uh, I would say lower. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I think I think men. I think there's some men that want to handle it that way. They just don't have the option. Right. They, they don't have the ability to. So. Yeah. They're not Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. 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 Man, they don't have another model waiting that's 22, 23 years old. Do you think so. he's already got one? Ready to go? Like uh, he was supposedly out last night partying in New York City at a private club. So. God, good for him, man. Yeah. God, we yeah. should get him. He's getting on the right show. back into it. He was yeah. partying at another club. Oh, oh yeah, Sesame Street. <laughs> well, it, it might have been one of those like eighteen-year-old <laughs> like no alcohol place? clubs. What, you know? Was it? Was it Chuck and Cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Chuck and Cheese. <laughs> Chuck and Cheese. Chuck and Cheese. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, listen, right. good, good for Leo. Shots out to Leo. Good for Russell Wilson. Staying young. Hey. Time for y'all to go to bed. Hey, oh, you know wow. what? Good for us because we got college football back. Hey, we oh, had breaking that. news and it didn't go to the next show. Yeah. So how about that? We are. And Muncie did it. The hammer. Penn State. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Hold on. Mr. Oh. Mr. Mr. Unlimited. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. King's Island is now open on weekends. 